Okay, let's start our discussion of Parshas Yisro, Tuf, Shin, Pei, Aleph, Maimed Har Sinai, as we get into this special Parsha, and we will start with the, <laughs> the beginning of the Parsha. Vayishma Yisro, first two words. Vayishma Yisro, Kohen Midyon, Chose Moshe. Yisro here is about everything that happened to, uh, to Moshe and to Yisrael, Kiyotiyas, Yisomi Mitzrayim. So much to say, so much is written on this first Pasuk. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Mesech Hazvachim, Mashmu Hashem Uba, what did Yisro hear? Kriyas Yamsuf, Mechem Asamalek. Yerde Bek Kriyas Yamsuf, Mechem Asamalek. The Gemara there has a machlokas, if you remember, about when did this story of Yisro take place? Did it take place before Maimon Harsinai, after Maimon Harsinai? Right, so that is uh, a machlokas in the Gemara there. It's interesting where Rashi only quotes two out of the three um, events, Kriyas Yamsuf, Mechem Asamalek. That's the question about when it happened. But either way, by Yishma Yisro. And the question that is asked by many uh, is, again, there's no halachic uh, categorization of every parsha. It's not like Chazal say, parsha Shmos Ve'era Bo B'Shalach. We call it that. Chazal have names for the five Svarim of the Torah, but for each parsha, it's what we call it. So we, of course, call it Yisro. And the question is, <laughs> why was Yisro Zoha to have the Parsha of Maimed Arsinai named after him? You know, if there was any Parsha to call Moshe, this would be the one. You know, Moshe Rabbeinu. Ask Revolvi in his commentary on Chumash, L'shem shal Parsha yesh mashmaut, but every Parsha there's a mashmaus for the, for the name. L'Parsha shamatan Torah karam l'shem goy, Yisro. Not only not Moshe, but a non-Jew. Maybe he was Jewish already, he definitely didn't start off Jewish. So the Ramban quotes already the Machlokas, whether Yisro is before or after Maimed Arsina. Remember, the Ramban always uh, likes to say that the Torah is written in order until he's forced to say, where sometimes the beginning of Sefer by Midbar, you have to say that because the Torah gives dates and Perak Aleph and Perak Tess is out of order, so ain't mukt out of chronological order, ain't muktum Torah, but there's a machlokas here. So especially according to the opinion that Yisro was after Maimon Arsinai, but the Torah stuck it in here beforehand, as if there's some message that we need to learn from Yisro before Maimon Arsinai. The Torah wants to give us some type of introduction to Maimon Arsini. So what is it? So he says, says Revolbi, Nitar Latzmenu, Shadam Yosheva the Korebe New York Times, New York Times, Shahisa Kriyas Yamsuf. You read in the paper, Kriyas Yamsuf. You got the text message, you know, latest news. Those who are on the, the, the newscast getting the, the, the latest news. Kriyas Yamsuf, who ayachol abshich la'ashen da cigar shelo v'lo mo'ez a sipur yafeh. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Let's go to the next story. Avol Yisro, Yisro didn't do that. He heard something, and he got up. Takev kishashama al Kriyas Yamsuf. Yad hala kam v'halach lamidbar al Moshe Rabbeinu u'bnei Yisrael. Zesug acher shel shmiya. You could hear, and you could hear. There are different types of hearing. One might even say there's hearing and there's listening. Right? That's also two different two different uh, messages from even those two English words. 
But we might say there's Shmia. Sometimes Unkelis translates it differently. Sometimes Shama could be listen, and sometimes Shama could even be accept. Nasev and Ishma, look at the Unkelis in next week's parsha. It's, let us hear, I'll just read it, right? Next week's parsha, where we have Nasev and Ishma, Nishma there, Na'abed, we will do Unikabel. We will accept. Because hearing is not just about the physical hearing, but it's about affecting my life. It tells us about his hearing. That's Matan Torah. B'nai Yisrael are about to hear something major that never had and never will again ever take place. We heard the Dvar Hashem. So what are we going to do with that Shmia? Is it going to go in one ear and out the other? Or not? Zui Akdam HaRishona Mi Yisro Analamedim Sheketei L'Kabel HaSatorah Tzorak Sheyia Kodem Ez Chush HaShmia We have to work on our hearing. Shmia Zui Nenadavar Kal It's not easy. It's not easy. Somebody's in Shul and they hear the drusha of the Rabbi Right? They hear it on a Shabbos morning and they're inspired for a second but does it leave by the time the Kiddush is over? If we could remember what it used to be like to go to a Kiddush after davening. But by the time Kiddush is over, right, do we remember what the rabbi said? Even though at the moment we were inspired, but do, does it shape us? Is that a shmia that, that we take with us? That's what Yisro teaches us. Vayishma Yisro, when he gets up and he comes. And even if that took place after Maimon Arsinai, the Torah puts it here. Because that's how we have to approach Maimon Arsinai. Yitachen shim anu hayinu b'mamad Arsinai. Hayinu maftir macharkach. Shizu aysat. Drasha yafeh. What a great drasha that was. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave. Ani meniach shazeh hayi haroshim shalana mimaimad Arsinai. Kach anu regilum l'shmoa. Because that's how we have conditioned ourselves. To hear and it bounces off. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has shlomo ha-melech. I'll give you one wish. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, what do you ask for? Osher, arichas yamim. Shlomo says, V'nasata l'avdecha lev shomea. I want to know how to hear properly. I want to know how to, how to imbibe the information, but make it part of me. L'chora halu shomim b'aznayim, b'lo b'lev. What do you mean, lev shomea? Aznayim l'shmoa. The ear's here, but the lev is the one that acts based on the shmia. Lev Shomea, Shlomo asks for. Ela keneresh et sarach shehalev yishma sheikanes lelev. Masha aznaim shomos and nichnas bichan v'yotzi mikan. It's got to stop in the heart. Shmiat tzrichal ikanes lelev. L'shmoa im alev. And that's what we learned from Yisro. Sheshama halach lamid baral b'nei Yisro. And then he says again, Vayish. It's the opposite of paro. Kaved lelev paro. His heart was heavy. Nothing got in. Nothing got in. Went in one ear and out the other. A maka went in. I was like, okay, let him out, let him out. And then went right back out. Right back out. So the opposite, even through last week's parsha, Right? They see Kriyas Yamsuf, like the Ramban explains in last week's parsha. They see Kriyas Yamsuf, and what happens? They run in. Amazing. That's also a nace. They ran in. They were so akshonim that they couldn't see a nace in front of them. But that's, that's what a kveh lev is. Right? Yisro shomea uba machapesu mavaker. And we know from Yisro, according to the Midrashim, right, he, he, he <laughs> thought about and analyzed everything. But that's, that's why this is the introduction to Maibar Sinai. 
Okay, so that gets us ready for Maimon Arsini and really for everything in life. For every time we, we open up a Sefer, every time we hear a Shir, a Dvar Torah, anything. Many people are on different WhatsApp groups nowadays. They get a two-minute daily something. We have to be able to hear it and let it shape who we are and act based upon it. Okay, so that's why we have Yisro. So what is what is the story of Yisro? As we know, Yisro gives Moshe the advice to make a hierarchy of judges. It's got to make a lot of judges, and in that way, Moshe won't Moshe won't tire tire out. Says Rabbi Steinzaltz in Chaya Olam. In Tom Chagi Gold Lechvod Bo Shal Yisro Yisro comes and sees Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says, "You can't you can't do it this way." Did Moshe not see what was happening? Moshe couldn't figure this one out himself. Moshe, the the greatest of 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 men. Yisro had to tell him, had to teach him. And so Steinsaltz. And it shouldn't we shouldn't think that, oh, Moshe was never in a civilized country with modern legal structures. Moshe grew up in the palace. Egypt was the civilization at that time. He 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 saw it. Right? They were Bedouins. They lived in the tents. They weren't part of civilization. They didn't come from the desert. Right? A lot of bureaucracy. Hundreds of years. Mitzrayim had a system. Moshe saw that system. Kishashevet Afrika Yotzer Medina Koresh Anashim Lo Yodim Shum Dabar Al Min Al Merachad Mishpan. If you have a nation, if you have people that didn't have anything in their past, okay, they don't know what to do. But Moshe, God Al Eitz Al Paro, so Yod Yod Eich Min Al Medina, but Dram Lo Yechadashim Mishvilo. So he waited for Yisrael. He knew the possibility. So why didn't he say this himself? Furthermore, by Steinzelt says, turning the page, the, the Lamaisa element was impossible. It's impossible to fathom that Moshe was going to do this all himself. What was Moshe thinking? He's the one leader. Right? You have people who get into fights. Moshe has to deal with it. You have to teach them all Torah. He has to do. He has to judge their cases. One address. They didn't have to fight about food. Okay, everybody got the same portion. It tasted like whatever they wanted. Nobody got better snacks than the other one. None of the children are looking at their neighbor and saying, can you buy those snacks? No, it's all equal, right? But still, you ever have a, a, a neighborhood when the no neighbors fight with each other? Even in the Midbar. Moshe Hayakam Rav. 
אפילו אם נוריד את כל הקטטות, את כל הסכסוכים, עדיין בלתי אפשרי עבורו לענות על כל השאלות ההלכתיות. זה פסיבול. One address to be the rabbi, to be the policeman, to be the judge, for millions of people. What, what, uh, Moshe didn't realize that? He didn't realize that this was going to be an impossibility? So, so, morning till night, there's still not enough time in the day. Still not enough time. So skip down. And then we read the beginning of the parsha. He comes out to Yisro as if he has all the time in the world. How did he find time to do that? How did he find time? So what's going on here? So says... Rav Steinzaltz, Zechorin Levracha, Nireh, Shema Shemania Es Moshe Lo Hoya Shikulim Maasiyim. Moshe knew this possibility, of course, and Moshe knew that it was sem- somewhat impossible for him to do it. But you know what? He felt like he couldn't change it. Ideally, he didn't want to change it, even if Lamaisa it was impossible. And Lamaisa, Yisro came to him and he did change it, but it wasn't going to be Moshe's presentation and Moshe's idea. Moshe had a certain outlook on Yahadus and Torah and life. And this comes up in a number of stories of Moshe Rabbeinu. It wasn't just a practical machlokas, um, about how many judges, do you need more judges or not? Of course you need more judges. But, the question, the root of the machlokas is, can there even be a hierarchy amongst Jews in the world of Avodah Hashem? Ha'im bechlal yesh makom ofan livnot ma'arechet shel hierarchia ba'am Yisrael. Have any type of hierarchy. What is Yisra assumed? There's going to be judges over people. And then there's going to be judges over those judges. And it's going to keep going. Like you have a court of three, a court of 23. And then the court of 23 of every city. And then you get to the one you should lie in. Then you get to the court of 71. It's all a hierarchy of judges. And the greater the person is, the greater the higher judge. So the, the assumption of that whole type of system is that there's one above the other. Yes, every Jew is special, but but one above the other. Moshe couldn't do that. Moshe didn't want to have one above the other. To borrow Korach's term in the positive, kol ha'eda kulam kedoshim, Moshe felt. Korach abused that term and said, and therefore, we can make our own decisions. Moshe said, no. Kol ha'eda kulam kedoshim, the come to me. Because Hashem spoke to me, I have the answers. Not in a gaiva way, but just in an equality way. In the case, in the Yisro suggestion. Moshe wasn't interested in this structure. And he says, you find this elsewhere. You find this elsewhere in, in the stories. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu is always encouraging that everybody is equal, and everybody can be there. Remember, Yeshua Benun gets mad, get, when Eldad Umeidan misnabim b'machaneh, and Moshe says, mi tain kal ha'am hazeh 
Halavai, everybody should be Nevi'im. <coughs> everybody should be on that level. Who may give ba'ofan azeh lo mitoch nimos anava. It's not just humility. Ela mishim shizui aderach shabo roes advarim. He sees that everybody should be Right, should be in the same, in the same, have the same connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the same connection to the Posei Kador. Haratzon Azeh, Einenu Rak Ratzonu Apratisha Moshe. Haratzon Azeh, Eres Kaches Am Yisrael. Rak Am Chacham Benavon Agoya Gadol Azeh. And he continues relating to this, and that's why turning the page, Moshe couldn't suggest it. Moshe couldn't suggest it. At Maimon Arsinai. Skipping down in the middle. Hakava lavo made Moshe Rabbeinu yikaron amamid is kol am Yisrael kishivui erech zelazeh. Mi bichinato ma'arechet shel anaga hierarchy. If you have a hierarchy, mashma heres hashivyon shel klai Yisrael. You're destroying the equality. Moshe hit hakesh l'shporas am levado. It was difficult, but he was going to do it. I don't want to sar chamishim sar alafim. What they're more they're more chashuv <laughs> than the other Jews. Lo se seder betok dvarim. He doesn't want it. And then he talks a little bit about, about democracy. He says, he says, that's not, says that's not what, you know, in an ideal world, an ideal world, he says, it has an inner contradiction. Continues and goes through that, you know, really, you should have one person, the best person, but more people vote. If somebody says on the bottom, if somebody has a, has a headache, you can have a vote amongst, you go to the best doctor you can go to. Without getting into that right now, feel free to, to read that. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's Yisod. And therefore, he knew the options. Yisro came to him and said, my son-in-law, it's not going to work. I understand your ideal, but it's not going to work. You have to. You have to do this. You have to take it. So Moshe accepted it, not because he went back on his Yisro. He still felt that way. Just on a practical level, okay, he realizes this is what has to be done. And forevermore that has to be done, because we are people, and one person can't handle all of it. And that's why we have Batidinim. At different levels of Bate Dinim. Mibachina Zu, he says at the end, Gamacharation is Kabla, it's also Shal Yisro. He cover rocket Gvulos Olam Hamaisa. Velo Gvulos Ekronim. It's not the Yisodos. Yisro Omar, Masha Omar, Hochem Lafi Yitzaso, Babasofa Shaldavar, Hayisod, Alafit Akish Moshe, Nishar Omade. Nishar Omade, right, and therefore says the Chai Olam, says Rabbi Steinsaltz, that we have to always remember that, that call Yisrael Kulam Kedoshim in the positive way that Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu felt. Okay. One more thought relating to the Yisro story, and then we'll get into, and then we'll get into Maimon Arsinai. So Moshe goes out to greet his father-in-law. Vayishtachu, Vayishaklo. They bow down. He gives him a kiss. Vayishalu ishlareeho l'shalom. Vayishalu ishlareeho l'shalom. They ask, he asks him, you know, how how's everything going? So who's the who's the active one in this sentence? He bows down to him, he kisses him, he asks him how he's doing. Rashi quoting the Mechilta. Who's bowing down to 
כשהוא אומר איש לרעהו, מי הקרוי איש זה משה, שנאמר בו איש משה. Who's saying hello to who? Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the Ish Moshe. Havi Omer lo ishtachve v'lo nashagal Moshe lachamiv v'kan amru she adam muchan v'kavad aviv. O kavad v'kamav. Okay, one of the sources about honoring one's in-laws. Ask the Be'er Yosef. What's so crucial about who said hello to who? The Gemara has all, the, the Medrash has a whole drasha. Who asked who? What do you mean? Maybe, okay, they both said hello to each other and the Torah says they said hello to him. That's such a high, what, that's not normal. That's not expected. You say hello to somebody when you meet them, when you haven't seen them for a while, when you haven't seen them since before the Makkos and you see his Mitzrayim and Kriyas Yamsuf. You know, it uh, makes a lot of sense. Yesh lahavin. Majes esipra lano atorah sheshalu ishtariyel l'shalom umuvan me'elav minastam sheshalu l'shalom ki minagu karagil. Mazeh ba'lolam deinu. And the Gemara says, oh, it's Moshe, he's the ish. It's dafka, as if there's some importance to this hello, right? And some importance, some focus to the to the um, um, to the uh, to the greeting. Yes, somebody. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, it, it says right. Somebody pointed out. It says it says that he greeted his his uh, father-in-law. What about his wife and kids? Doesn't say any. No specific special hello about that, but that's afterwards. The Gemara, the, the Pesuk can discuss um, a little bit uh, a little bit later. Okay. Not for now. But either way, get back to the Ber Yosef. The Yafshel of Farish says the Ber Yosef, here's a possibility. Mishem Shemoshe lo nechbaz l'kabalas Yisrael l'geirus. Yisrael was coming to convert. There's a Shailah. Even though it was his father-in-law, Moshe had to make sure why, why was their conversion go? Why, why was he interested in converting? Moshe lo nechbaz l'kabalas Yisrael l'geirus. Adashu yachkar oso, v'yeda imam nambalas gar l'shem shemayim. What type of geirus was this? One might think also, with the era of Rav in mind, was Moshe rethinking the era of Rav at this time, or not? But either way, he wanted to know why Yisrael was here. Was it l'shem shemayim, or mishum shu nimsa b'matzav yarud, or was... He in a state where, you know what, I might as well. You know, my life right here is not any any great shakes, and I might I might try something else. The Yisrael case, Baruma Malo, Klai Yisrael are on top of the world. So Moshe had to figure out. Had to figure out. So yes, there's the Medrash, Vayavo Yisrael, a Midbar, Afshan Yidoshim Midbar, Shivchosha Yisrael, Dibar Kasev. He left. He left. The Medrash tells us that he left when he was on top of the world. The question is, was he really? Isn't there another Medrash that says, he says on the bottom right, The whole Midian put him in Cherem. He threw away every Avodazara. His daughter married a Jew, one of the Hebrews that were the lowlifes of Mitzrayim for so many centuries. And that's why, as we know, remember that, well, that, this was even beforehand, right? He had to send his daughters to the, uh, to the well. So the question is, at this time, Moshe was wondering, okay, they rejected him because he rejected all of the Avodah Zarah. Was he still in rejection mode? Was he, did anything change? 
Fitzorach Lomar, Shemizman Sheba Moshe El Yisro. And how do you fit that in with the other measures that he left? He was on Ru Moshe Olam. Because maybe when Moshe came and they saw the, the tremendous bracha that the family received with Moshe, they, they brought him back. They were, they were machabing him again. So now Moshe left. So now Moshe's wondering, is he still in the state of covid? Or did he, they throw him out again since I left? That was the Shiloh. And that's why it was important for Moshe to ask Shlomo. So, what, how's it going in Midian? Did they excommunicate him again? Why did he come? Moshe. Moshe was the one that asked why it wasn't just Stame Hello. It was about what type of what type of Knisa was this? When Moshe hears Bishalom Bishalva, he knows it's a Geras Lashem Shemayim. He's not running away, he's running too. And that was what needed, that's what Moshe needed to hear. And that's the emphasis of Moshe asking Yisro about Shlomo. Okay. And now we get to, of course, Maimon Harsinai. Maimon Harsinai, Perak Yutes, the amazing event, the leading up to it. Mamlechas Kohanim, the Gai Kadosh. Let's add on a few thoughts um, to the ones that we have mentioned in the past. So, Hashem says to Moshe, be ready for three days. Moshe added on an extra day. The Igbaltes Amsavivlemar put a gvul around the city, around the around the mountain. They can't go up. He shamru lachem alos bar to go up a katzeyo konogim by bar most you must. Don't go up. Losiga boyad pasuk yud gimel. Nobody could touch it. Kisakol yisakel or yaro yere in behemah mishlo yichye an animal nobody could touch the mountain. Bimsho chayovel hema yaluvahar. When you hear the shofar, so then they could go up. When you hear the shofar, you know it's the the coast is clear. Kishrashi kishiyim shocha yovel kol aruch who simin siluk shchina vaavsakas akol. You will know the shchina has left. V'kivish it is talik heim rashoyin laalot. They could go on Har Sinai. Har Sinai did not have eternal kedusha. Right when you hear the heter, right when you hear the uh, the shofar, the yovel, they could go up. Ask the meshachachma. When you hear the mount, when you hear the yovel, they can go up the mountain. Implicitly, why is the heter said right at the moment of the iser? Hashem says, Hashem says not to go on the mountain, but right when you hear the shofar, you go on the mountain. Right away, the heter is said. Just a contrast. Al Tikshu Elisha, that the husbands and the wives were not allowed to be together for three days. The heter wasn't said until afterwards. After all experience, Shuvah Lochem Lalechem. So why here was that? Did you have to say the Isser right away? Just after, when they hear the Yovel, Hashem could announce, okay, now, now you could go on the mountain. Ask the Meshachachma. Masha'amar Sha'aheter Tekef. The heter Lochul Alechem Amar Basof. Mishum. This is a Yisod that the Meshachachma says a number of times in his commentary in different contexts. He also uses this Yisod to tell us in Parshas Pinchas, I think, why Moshe Rabbeinu had to die before he went into Eretz Yisrael, among other uh, contexts. Mishum Shalim de Torah Derech Eretz, 
Shalom Yisayim B'davar Rasha Kozav O'Yichye. Okay, Vizero Shekivna Chazal the following. To be'emes kol iker hadas haya k'dei lakar milibos b'nei Yisrael in Yoni Avodizara the iker message here is to uproot from them any any connection and idea of Avodizara. Ula haros lahem ki lo ro'o kol t'muna and to show them HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachol ki ein kedusha b'shum nivra Rak Labore Yisbarach. There's nothing that has inherent Kedusha except something connected to Kaddish Baruch. Nothing in the world is has inherent Kedusha. No object, no being, nothing has inherent Kedusha. You can have a Sefer Torah written by an Apikaris and, and he can burn it and he can rip it up. It's not the physical Torah. Right? It's if it's connected to Kedusha and Baruch, Hu, then it has inherent Kedusha. But anything other than that, we don't deify objects, we don't deify people. Again, Ein Kedusha Bishum Nivra Rak Labor Yisbarach. Vizel Sha'amru. And that's why Hashem says right after he says, don't touch the mountain. He doesn't want anybody to think that the mountain is something special in and of itself. Now, Kedusha is here. When Kedusha Hu leaves the mountains, the mountains mutter. Vizel Sha'amru. Shlotadamu ki aharhu inyan kadosh. There's something holy about this mountain, and that's why Hashem chose it. No, there's something about the mountain, right? The Gemara in Sota, it was a humble mountain, so to speak, Harsinai. But there's nothing kadosh about the mountain, and that's why right away, before Maimon Harsinai, don't think the mountain is special. You're going to be able to go on the mountain right afterwards. Lo kein b'nei Yisrael. The animals can go back on the mountain. Meshachachma says there in Sefer Bamidbar that that's why Moshe Rabbeinu had to die because remember, everybody at the end of the 40 years only knew Moshe as Rabbeinu. They didn't see him growing up. The only thing they saw of him was Nisim and Aflos. Says the Meshachachme in a sharp line. If he would have gone in to Eretz Yisrael, they would have traded the Egel for Moshe Rabbeinu. That was it. They would have traded it. So that's why also part of the reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu couldn't make it in. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't make it in. L'chein amar. Ki lo amakom achabed asa'adam ala ambe adam achabed komo. V'zeh ra'ayon nichbat. He likes this idea. Zeh ra'ayon nichbat. V'lachein he adds one more detail. To show that there's nothing inherent in the base of Migdash, but it's only because the Shechina is Shorah there. You could touch the back of the Kodesh Kadashim. The back of it. Why? To show us it's about what's inside. It's the Aron and the Hashorah Shechina that's inside. The back of the Aron, a Tami Meis could touch. It's Says the Meshachachma, there's nothing that has inherent Kedusha. Right, we know from the, the Bryson, Mesechus Megillah, Davchavav, about Tashmishe Mitzvah and Tashmishe Kedusha. Tashmise mitzvah, use for a mitzvah. So after you use it for a mitzvah, at the time when I use it for a mitzvah, it's connecting me with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, so I have to treat it with pro- a proper respect. But afterwards, I can throw it out, Meikar Adin, Nizrakin. Tashmise Kedusha connects to the Ksav of Torah that has inherent Kedusha because it's connected to the Kedusha of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
and that's why it has to be buried, uh, it has to be nignaz. But it's all because it's connected to kedusha, nothing inherent itself. Okay, we just read also, we read about the Hagbalah. As we just read, Pasig Yudbeis, Vigbalta, Sa'am, Saviv, Lebar, don't touch. Moshe goes down, Mekadesh, Sa'am, Vayichabsu, Simosam, Vayomer, Lameen, Achorim, Bukhosh, Loshos, Yomim, Atikshu, Elisha. Third day, Kosho, Fer, Chazak, Ma'od, the Am is shaking. Vayotzi, Moshe, Sa'am, Lekras, Elokim, Moshe goes to Hashem, Vayisasu, Bezach, Lezahar, and the mountains on fire, Ashan, Kulo, Vayechred, Kolahar, Vikolah, Shofar, Chazak, and the Kol Shofar is Chazak, Hashem goes to Har Sinai, and Hashem calls to Moshe. Moshe comes up, and Hashem tells Moshe, we expect, okay, <laughs> Hashem tells Moshe, again, go back and tell them, don't come up. So he just told, that was the last thing he told them. And then he goes up, and he's ready, and the mountain is shaking, and the smoke on the mountain, and all of a sudden, he's at, Hashem tells Moshe, okay, you ready? Go back down. And tell them again. Raid ha'ed ba'am pen yersu al Hashem miluras v'nafavah menarav v'yom agama koanim v'yom Moshe Hashem lo yuchalam they can't okay there's a man you already told us Hashem says lech raid go down what's the emphasis what's the emphasis you just said it you just said it says Rebbeinu Bachai says Rebbeinu Bachai v'akoanim ba'am al yersu alos al Hashem balo hikfar hiskilam malo Raid ha'ed ba'am pen yersu al Hashem liros. What's the additional? Don't come up. Warning. Avol nire kisham haven Moshe shehasra sheyasra b'hem who shaloyalu el hahar. The first warning was don't go up the mountain physically. Shaloyiskarvu el agvul hamesuman liros bechush ha'ayin. He put a border there. He put a fence there. Veheishem Moshe bazel lo yuchalam alos al Sinai. Hashem, they can't. I put a border. Don't touch it. Hashem has to explain this one then. I'm not talking about physical coming up the mountain. I know they're not coming up the mountain. You already put a fence there. That I'm not worried about. Avalhu al karov hasaga, vehistaklus machshava. Don't go up Harsinai in your mind either. Don't start asking questions that are beyond human comprehension. Like the Mishnah tells us in Mesechas Chagiga, right? Malamala, malamata, malafnim, malachar. Don't tell them there's a gvul there too. They're human beings, not just to physically have limitations but intellectually also recognize limits and the finitude of a human being. That's it. Right? Remember? Remember what happened in the Gemara Chagiga? Remember what happened to Acher? Four people went into the Pardes. One went crazy. One died. Right? It's dangerous. Dangerous to try to go up the mountain. To go up the mountain in an inappropriate way. And he even says a beautiful diak. Don't, don't go up to see. It doesn't say penyersu lir os. 
It's pen yersu el Hashem liros. It's, it's being marames that it's impossible. Don't try because it's not going to work. If it said, He just prevents it. He put that later in the Pasuk. Don't go, try to go up. Liros, too seep. It's not going to be successful. And that's a re'iya bilti efsharit hu davar hanim. Not only your ani ha'adam v'chai, but that's the two. Those are the two ways, and that's what we can think about. Also, there are limitations that we have to recognize in our life. Moshe Rabbeinu had limitations. Even Moshe, who was able to come, right? Even Moshe had limitations, as we know. Moshe asked about at least according to one man to Amar Tzadik Barala Rasha Vatovlo. Even he couldn't get it. <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu begs to go into Eretz Yisrael. The answer is no. Moshe didn't get all the answers either. But we have to recognize that there are limitations and we shouldn't try to go up, go up the mountain physically or intellectually um, as well. The Rambam in front of you in source number six, we did it a number of years ago, I think seven or eight years ago. But again, it's a Rambam that we should probably be reviewed every Parsha's Yisrael. It's the Rambam describing the event of Maimon Sinai. We'll just read a few of the lines. Just a few of the lines. Again, I gave you the whole parak. Parachas in Yisodia Torah. Right, this is in the eighth parable of all of Mishnah Torah. If the Rambam speaks about metaphysics and physics and the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, right, the first area of halacha he talks about in Paragimel, Dalit, there Parachet talks about Nevuah, these are Yesodos. So Yesod, Yesod in Yesod Torah is Maimon Arsinai. Moshe Rabbeinu, Akash Prabhu spends the entire parak talking about Maimon Arsinai, something that he does not do about any other event in history. Moshe Rabbeinu lo ha'aminu bo Yisrael mebnei ha'osos sha'asa. Moshe Rabbeinu was not believed, they didn't believe in Moshe, v'yaminu b'ashem, was not because of any miracle that he performed. Shahamamin api osos yesh belibo dofi. Because if somebody only believes because of a miracle, there's something false in that belief. She'efshar she'yase ha'os belad v'kishuf. Maybe, maybe this, he's a magician. Maybe it's sleight of hand. Elakala osos sha'asa Moshe midbar. Any oath, any miracle that was performed, he had to do it. Moshe never did a miracle to prove his prophecy. He did some miracles just to show maybe at the beginning that he was Moshe. Because Hashem told him to do those. And they were all symbolic also. But Tzorach lahashkiya sa mitzriyim, karas hayam, aslilimbo, tzorchenu lamazon, Horid lanuman, smo, bakalem esa evan, kafru boadas korach, balalam ahar osama aretz. All the nisim were needed. That's not why he did the nisim throughout his life. Uba meheminu bo, why did they believe in Moshe Rabbeinu? Maimon Arsinai. Maimon Arsinai. Einenu ra uvelozar, aznenu sham uvelo acher. Our eyes saw, our ears heard, haesh vakolos valapidim. Millions of people would make up a story. It's impossible. Right? This is spoken about by many philosophers about comparative religions. We're the only religion that started in public. We're the only religion. It wasn't one person telling another person, telling another person, I had a vision. Millions of people experienced something. And it was passed down from generation to generation. And they saw Moshe go into the darkness. Moshe went into the spiritual fog. They heard Hashem talking. 
Uminayish Mamar Rasina Lavado. How do we know? That Maimon Rashina was it, he Arayel and Abuaso, she he emesh in Bodofi, because it says, Hashem promised, Vigam Bacha Yaminu La Olam, through this, even though it already said, Vayaminu Bashem Moshe Abdo, that was because of the Os. This was because what they saw and what they heard from HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, Kaviachal. Michlal Shekodem Dover Zeh, Lohe Aminu Bo Neemanus, she Yomedes La Olam, Ele Neemanus, she Yishachareha, Hirhur, Umachava. But once this took place, once Ma'amar Asina took place, no more Machshavas. No more Osos. This was it. This was it. Moshe Rabbeinu was not a Navi based on the Osos and the Mofsim, but it was based on Ma'amar Sinai. And he continues and discusses this um, relating to other Nevi'im as well. But again, this is, this is Moshe Rabbeinu. Feel free to read the rest of the parak. I just wanted to squeeze in two more, two more thoughts for, uh, for tonight. Two thoughts of the Noam Elimelech. One quoted by his Talmud, the Marva Shamesh, Marva Shamesh, Reclonimus Kalman, Epstein, right, one of the Talmudim of the Normali Melech, quotes the thought. And then once, once I saw that quoted, I'm like, okay, maybe it's in the Normali Melech. So they opened up the Normali Melech. So it's not there, but uh, there's another thought there that uh, we, will, uh, we will do. So start off with source number seven, the Marva Shamesh. So the, the Maimon Arsini starts off with the following. Hashem spoke all these things, saying, Anochi Hashem Alokecha. Says the Noam Elimelech, <laughs> a crucial thought for life. This Pasuk is encapsulating everything we do in life. The goal of what we do in life. Hashem said all these things, we need the Torah, Anochi Hashem Alokecha. Admar, Harav, HaKadosh, Rabbeinu Elimelech, Rabbeinu Elimelech, Meluzhensk, Omar, Al-Pasuk Zeh, Shebi'uro, Shekol hadvarim asher diber elokim v'chala mitzvah sheasa everything in the Torah everything Hashem commanded matoras kiyuman v'asiyasan he what's the goal of everything sheyeda lomar anochi Hashem alokecha to come to a recognition of Hashem every mitzvah every word of Torah ultimately is with the goal of anochi Hashem alokecha v'sheyasig aydei asiyasa v'siyus yisbarach to be Masik, his reality, right? The Torah is Hashem's autobiography. So when we read the Torah, we come close to him. When we do any mitzvah, it's supposed to bring us close to the mitzvah. There are many out there that, says the Marva Shamash speaking now, that, that say that they have proper emuna. But what's the, the litmus test? For our emuna, when we're put in a in a pressure cooker, when we're put under 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 pressure, there's a there's a moment of taiva of kas. We could overcome and keep our shalvas hanefesh. nefesh. A tragedy occurs. We don't ask questions why some people are subject to to greater nisyonos than others. That's not that's not our that's not our our. That's one of those questions that we said before. That's asking the question, going up, too far up the mountain. But if somebody has proper emunah, and sometimes we have to look back during the moment we can't, but years later, I just saw a bird this afternoon, Rev. Ramon writes in his Sefer on Purim. Purim is at the end of the year in a certain sense. Right? It says if, if the year starts with Nisan, Purim's at the end of the year. 
And Purim has a certain level of Simcha. What's the special Simcha of Purim? And Dafka, we know that by Purim Katan is where the Ramah writes Tamid, right, uh, in the in the end of the Shulchan Arach and the Shemitah Shaman is beginning of the Shulchan Arach, but in that uh, context, Rev Ramon says that the end of the year, sometimes you can look back at the last 12 months. Often at the moment, you can't figure it out. But at the end, and sometimes it takes more than a year, but Purim symbolizes the end of the holiday cycle. If Pesach is the beginning, the Shulchan Aruch has Pesach as the beginning of the holiday cycle, right? If Pesach is the beginning, Purim is the end. So the message of Purim is looking back and having that simcha of knowing Hakadosh Baruch who is in charge of the bigger picture, and that's Vayidabra Lokim as Kolat because everything in life is about to bring us to Anochi Hashem And again, he quotes a Tanya, but this is again something that the uh, the Marva Shemesh teaches us. One thought of the Rebelli Melech. Now let's move over to the Normal Melech itself, a different thought on this Pasik. He quotes a Zohar. This is Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu? What does Avram Avinu have to do with Koladvram Ela? So he says something uh, very fascinating. The Nero Lafarish de Isa, we know the Gemara tells us in Mesechas Yuma, Kiyam Avram Avinu, Kalatara Kula, Ashalon Nitna. Right? Avram Avinu kept the whole Torah, also in Kedushin. Ashalon Nitna. Avram kept the entire Torah before it was given. Ulachorah Mehechana Yodea Torah. So, how did he know? How did he figure it out? How did he know Mitzvos? Through his Ruach HaKodesh. Okay, what does that mean? Ach Be'emes Shaya Avram Avinu, Alav Ashalom. Mekadesh as atzmo, umedabek atzmo babori baruchas baruchu pitvekas gadol. Says the Noam Elimelech in his Hasidic style. Right? Says the says the Noam Elimelech. Amravinu was sanctifying himself. He was connecting himself to the all the amazing spiritual connections in Shamayim. Vayimestakel ba'olamos el yonim tamidi. He saw what was going on in heaven. That's why he recognized the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Va'al yedei zehaven vehesig. He saw tzitzes in Shamayim, and he extrapolated which Maisa mitzvah down here brings to that goal in Shamayim. He worked from up to down. He saw the idea in Shamayim, and then he said, oh, okay, this is the mitzvah of tzitzes. That's how it translates into our world. Shashorish ruchaniyut shelamala. Mora alasias mitzvazos. Ula olam zeshayach mitzvah tfilin. And this is tfilin. And this is sukkah. He, he understood the mitzvahs based on the effect that they would have in Shemayim. He worked backwards. He worked from up to down. And you know what our, our goal in life is to do? Exactly the opposite. We have the mitzvahs. So it's our job to do the mitzvah with such kavana, with such, with such fire that we're zocha to connect it to what Avram Avinu saw in Shemayim. Avalanachnu masigem ha-shorish mitzvah, u-makora ha-idei ha-Torah ha-Kadosha, k'shanu oskim ba-Torah ha-Kadosha l'shma, Hashem Yisrael Baruch Rachamah, he told us, he told us what to do. We don't have to figure it out. Avram Avinu had to figure it out. Hashem gave it to us. So Avram went from up to down, our job is to go from down to up. So Hashem told us, kol advarim ha-eile, zu Avram, says the Zohar. Because all these things, Avram figured out already. But now it's being commanded to us. 
is being told to us. And that's the message. Our goal in life is to go from down to up. Avram Avinu went from up to down and he figured it all out. But now our job is down to up. Is it easier? Is it harder? It's different. But this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects of us. So our goal in life is to recognize every mitzvah, to remember the mitzvah, to bring us close to the mitzvah, and for us to be able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from down to up. Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we will continue next time.